Blog Talk Radio. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our heads in worship as we praise your holy name. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we bless your holy name. You deserve, you deserve the glory and the honor. And the honor. Lord, we love you, say, Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we praise your holy name.
faithful God. Awesome is your name. You do mighty things. You do glory. You're the faithful God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're a miracle working God. Your name is Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're a miracle working God. Your name is You want to declare it. Your name, your name, your name is
if it hadn't been for your mercies and your grace, where would we be? Where would we be? Where would we be? You are the reason. You are the reason. You are the reason. You are. Amen. Amen. He is the reason. Praise God. Praise God to our Father. Praise God to the Son of God and Savior. And praise God for the Holy Spirit who lives within us. Shalom, shalom. Welcome at the Lord's Hour. Praise God. Welcome here at the Lord's Hour. Praise God. All our brothers and sisters are here. We're back again. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's exciting. Well, glory to God. There's just more and more pointing to God, to our Lord's glorious coming. It really is. Uh, all that's going on in Israel, for sure. All that's going on up in space. Uh, they're trying to put nuclear weapons in space. And you can see the plan. The plan is going to be like a, a place to take out the satellites, take out our technology, uh, make us almost, you know, supposedly uh, undefendable. But uh, that's the whole plan of everybody who follows Lucifer. I had the privilege, I don't know if you ever heard on the, the YouTube channel, it used to be back in, when I became a believer in the 80s, a man named Zolo Levitt. And he was a Messianic Jew, one of the first ones I ever listened to. And he was sharing about prophetic things. Well, his show's still going on, and there's two young men. I do believe they're brothers. Guess what their names are? Joshua and Caleb. Joshua and Caleb. Uh, they're called the Bearded Brothers. And it's called uh, Our Jewish Roots is the name of the ministry at YouTube. And they were sharing about, um, you know, on site uh, about it's called the road to Armageddon. And they were very clear about showing what's going on and how close we are. And brothers and sisters, as they shared later, they were there. Uh, they were there right at, uh, right before October 7th, before it happened, and God put it in a way where they were there. Uh, and then they were, you know, done what they were doing after, I mean, when this thing happened. Uh, so God made a way, and it was amazing. Uh, one of the neatest things is they went to Nazareth, and they went to the place where, you know, Christ lived, and, boy, it's a big town now. But supposedly still the synagogue when Christ went in and announced that he was anointed by God and he was going to set the captives free and he was going to heal the afflicted and that he was going to be the... Uh, the the good, what is it, um, the favorable year of the Lord. And he put down uh, the book of Isaiah and didn't finish it out because the rest of it talks about that he will bring retribution and judgment. Uh, that's part of, of what Christ will do too. And he was sitting there with all those, you know, people, they look into him, and they did what they did. They did like, uh, sort of like, uh, they had a scroll with I, with Luke, the the uh, 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 the fulfillment, and then he sat down to the scriptures and it is fulfilled within your breath. It's what are you saying? You're saying you're saying you're your Messiah? Oh, they got upset. They got angry, and they took you know they were taking Jesus out. He said you know he said I, I said what I said, 
and it's come to pass. And they was taking them out. And brothers and sisters, I didn't know that, you know, uh, Nazareth's on a high uh, high mountain or high cliff, like, uh, overlook. And it's amazing how, uh, you know, how small Israel really is in one sense is that, uh, of course, the story is that, you know, they took him to the cliff, and then, you know, uh, he they couldn't throw him off. It wasn't his time. And he walked through the people. Some uh, some people said that he stopped time and just walked through them. Others said he just disappeared and, went, you know, went away. But it wasn't his time. But on that cliff where he was going to – they trying to throw him off, you can look off – you can look off in the distance. And down below is the, bell, is the Valley of Megiddo where the Lord's going to come and destroy the armies of wickedness and the armies of Antichrist. Hallelujah. I didn't know that was uh, Nazareth that close to it. It was, it, was, uh, it was pretty awesome. And they were sharing about the different things. And uh, <laughs> they know very clear uh, of, like, the other group of people in their so-called religion. <laughs> I mean, one of those brothers, he said, they was doing, you know, the, 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 the prayer call. He goes, you hear that? You hear that demonic prayer? I mean, demonic, is they're, they're worshiping demonic gods? He didn't, he didn't pull no punches. He didn't call it religion. He called, they're listening, they're the demonic. They're worshiping Satan. They're very clear what he was saying about the uh, other group of people there. He knows, they know who, you know, is coming against them. They really do. And praise God, it was, it was exciting. So that was going on, and then what God has been showing me about uh, listening, and you'll hear some of it in, in the message, but very clear, the difference of people listening and those who don't. Those who listen have faith. Those who don't, don't. And I know faith. They're believing in themselves. Because in the part of listening is when you hear the voice of God, what is he telling you? Are you obeying? Are you doing what he said? That's what's important. Because when you obey and you listen, listen and obey, blessings come, favor comes. But when you don't, judgment comes. And not good things come. I've been sharing that John 17, 17 ministry talking about the Lord speaks prophetically, and it's coming to pass. And the ones who are listening, they were blessed. The ones who don't, they're judged. It's very clear the difference between people who are believers and the people who are not. There will be, like I said, there was one scripture in there that talks about that God's wrath and anger will come upon people because they didn't even take time to listen. They didn't even give God the time of day. And it will cost them dearly. But the other side is, if you do listen, salvation comes to your household. As I shared about Zacchaeus, and he was up and down, short it a little bit, he was up in that tree, and he couldn't see Jesus because he was small stature. So he got up the tree so he could see. And Jesus knows people's hearts. And he knows who's real. And he sees the faith in operation. He looks up in that tree and he says, Zacchaeus, 
Come down to that tree. I'm staying at your house today. Wow. Now, as me and Sister Brenda was looking at this, and we're thinking, he heard Jesus. He First he got his eyes on Jesus, and then Jesus looked up, and he heard Jesus speak to him, and what did he do? He obeyed. He listened and obeyed. Do you think, do you think anything would have happened with Zacchaeus and his household if he didn't? I don't think so. I think the Lord would have went on. But he did. And that's the difference. And when the people, and, and, and when he, he said that, he came down. This man was greedy. This man was mean. This man, when he met the Savior and knew who he was, and what did he do? His heart changed. He started, he said, I'm going to give money to the poor. I'm going to give back four times the money I took from people. And Jesus announced another truth. Zacchaeus, salvation has come to this household. It's going to happen. Jesus spoke it. Salvation has come into your household because he believed and obeyed what Jesus said. Praise God. Isn't that amazing? I mean, it's very simple. But it's absolutely amazing what God's showing, showing in each each of these things we've read before, and then he shows more. Absolutely amazing. I'll share you one from the day, if you didn't see it, John, is when I was talking about the fulfillment of Christ was telling his disciples in Luke and in Mark about that he would suffer. Suffer at the hands of the, of the Pharisees and Sadducees and rabbis, whatever, uh, the religious people, religious people, remember that, and that he would die and rise again. And he said that twice, and then I was showing of the fulfillment of Jesus when he would rise from the dead. Here he is, you know, fulfilling the redemption of mankind, and he is the perfect sacrifice taking, you know, his life, uh, taking the blood, taking the sacrifice to the Father, ascending for what he has done, and he takes time out to be there for Mary. Because Mary Magdalene's the only one that stayed. Everybody left. But Mary stayed looking for her Savior. And in this, what he was fulfilling, the will and purpose, what kind of love does God have for us when he saw Mary's heart and he brought peace to her in a personal way before he ascended to the Father? That's the kind of God we have. That's our God. That's how much love he has for us. Amen. So that is pretty exciting. It really is. This is a few things God's been showing. And uh, uh, it, it it's just absolutely amazing, all that's going on. Thank God we're on the Lord's side. Thank God we're in the hands of the Lord because this world's a mess, and it's going down quickly, and it will. And the things are coming up together for the, the, the fallen ones and what they think is their so-called great uh, Savior and God coming, and they're going to be absolutely, absolutely destroyed. 
You know, I was reading it, and uh, a brother named uh, George from Return of the King at uh, YouTube was sharing the same kind of gods that were in Egypt, the same kind of demonic powers, principalities, are here in America. They were invited in even by our forefathers, or whatever you call them, found some of the founding fathers that were Masons who worshiped Lucifer. God of mercy. They opened the door, but God's going to destroy them. He really is. Definitely be praying that people be ready because the Lord's getting ready to bring hammer down on this nation because we keep trying to push to divide the land. That's not ours to divide. That's God's land. That's God's people and God's city. And judgment will come, and we know as it's lining up this uh, uh, this next eclipse. Yeah, it's coming. But somewhere there, the Lord's going to take us because Israel's getting ready to hammer down and Rapha and hammer down and Lebanon. All that's coming together, and that's what those uh, Messianic brothers were showing. The song 83 is going to happen. It's going to happen. God's going to take out all these nations around. Very clear. Hallelujah to the Lord. So anyway, that means homecoming for us, brothers and sisters. The other thing, the Lord, I have to share this too. It's very powerful. Of You know, people decide, well, are we going to be here when the Antichrist is here? No. No, we ain't going to be here when the Antichrist is here. We're the light. There can't be no light. There can't be no authority of Christ over the Antichrist. You understand that? You as a believer, you as a representative, if he was here, we could rebind him and rebuke him in Jesus' name. So the light, the light has to go. So darkness will come. All that the people reject Christ is what they want, Lord have mercy. They don't realize what they want and they're going to get. It's amazing of what, you know, by your free will, what you want, God's going to give it. Remember, he's in total control. That's not what he wants for you. But that's what you're going to receive. Because you have rejected the love of the truth and accepted a lie. And who's the lie? The devil. Satan. God of mercy. But that's, what, that, that's true, too. We're the light. When the Lord takes the light out of here, oh, God of mercy on this world. But everybody in this day has plenty. I mean, God's clearly speaking. Are you listening? Do you take time to listen? Do you hear the Holy Spirit speaking to you? That Are you right with God? Are you, recon- are you uh, redeemed, reconciled to God? You have to be. You have to be. You have to be a new creation. You can't come in the presence of God in your sin and flesh. No way. You'd burn up. Praise his name. So that's, I told you, like I said, there's been a lot of things God's been showing. So I'll share this. This is what the Lord shared with me uh, uh, on our prayer ministry Thursday morning. And I'll share this before we talk about why we lay our crowns. Uh, It's called, um, uh, let's see, what's it called here? Uh, Crowns Down. The song's called Crowns Down. But this is why. Listen to the word of God. And this, these scriptures, this is Colossians 3, 1 through 4, 1 through 4. And this is the reason why you lay your crowns down. Therefore, if you have been raised with Christ, hallelujah, what does that mean be raised? To a new life, 
sharing his resurrection from the dead. Hallelujah. Not just talking about physical death. He's victorious, but spiritual death. Hallelujah. That's even greater. That's a more and more powerful miracle. Keep seeking the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind and keep focus habitually on the things above, the heavenly things, not not this lost, dying world and all the temporal things of men. No. It's time to have our eyes on Christ and the things of God, the good things, life, love, mercy, grace. Righteousness, truth, miracles, supernatural powers. Hallelujah. Not on things that are on the earth, which have only temporal value. Temporal value. Love how the Amplified puts it. And he goes on. For you have died. Did you know that you died? To this world. That's what it's talking about, being crucified with Christ. The old man, the sinful man is dead. And the new real life is hidden with Christ in you. I mean, excuse me, Christ in God. Well, there's the end of anybody thinks it has anything to do with themselves. Foolish, foolish thinking that way. When Christ, who is our life, you see that word Christ, who is our life, we have no life without Jesus Christ. Tears. Then you also appear with him in glory. How quick is that? Do you see what it says? When Christ, who is our life, appears, shows up, comes against us, then you also appear with him in glory. Boom! That quick. And then what it's showing is that when God comes, it's going to be like a portal. It's going to be opening a window to another dimension. And boom! When you're changed, resurrected, and glorified, you're going to be, boom, right there with Christ. In his glory. And then we go back. Go go to heaven. Isn't that powerful? And then this scripture is talking about how much we need to be praying. How much we need to be praying in these days. Be persistent. Colossians 4, 2. Be persistent. Devoted to prayer. Be an alert and focus in your prayer life with the attitude of thanksgiving. Amen? That's why. That's why we want to lay our crowns at his feet, because who he is and all he's done for us, Jesus. Praise his holy name. Thank you, Lord. I mean, that's so powerful what God's showing. This is called Crowns Down. Crowns Down by Gateway Worship. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise his name. He is worthy. Amen. Hallelujah. In throne in glory, my Savior King. Your loving kindness has welcomed me. Though I'm unworthy of majesty, you wrap the lowly 
in royalty. Then I will lay my crown down at your feet. You are holy, holy, and I will give my life as an offering. You are worthy, so worthy. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. You're worthy of all praise and glory. Thank you, Jesus. Here at your altar to seek your faith, broken and poured out without restraint. In full abandon before my King, here I surrender my everything, and I will lay my crown down at your feet. You are holy, holy, and I will give my life. As an offering, you are worthy, so worthy, I will lay my crown down at your feet. You are holy, holy, and I will give my life as an offering. You are worthy, so worthy, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. All glory. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. You are so worthy. Holy, hallelujah. Holy, 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 the Lamb of Thrones, rejoin all of heaven in an everlasting song. Holy, 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 the Lamb upon the throne, rejoin with all of heaven in an everlasting song. Holy, holy, holy is the Lamb upon the throne. We join with all of heaven in an everlasting song. Holy, holy, holy is the Lamb upon the throne. We join with all of heaven in an everlasting song. Amen. And I will lay my crown down at your feet. You are holy, holy, and I will give my life as an offering. You are worthy, so worthy, oh, I will lay my Down 
You are holy, holy, and I will give my life as an offering. You're worthy, so worthy. The holy, holy is a lamb upon the throne. We join with all of heaven in an everlasting song. Holy, holy, holy is a lamb upon the throne. We join with all of heaven in an everlasting song. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise his name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Holy, holy, holy. Amen. It's amazing, brothers and sisters, how many songs are pointing to the glorious worship in heaven lately. The place we're going to be going, the place we're going to be in the presence of our Lord and Savior, our mighty King, glory to God, our loving Heavenly Father. Everything who Jesus was, our Father is like Him, or Jesus was like His Father. Praise the name of the Lord, glorious one. Hallelujah to you, Lord. You're worthy. Holy, holy, holy is the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. The glorious, victorious one. Praise his name. Thank you, Jesus. Praise his name. He is worthy of all praise and glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise his name. He is worthy. Hallelujah. All of who he is and all that he has done for us. Absolutely amazing. There is no life. There is no hope. There is no peace without Jesus. There is no victory over the devil, over this flesh and sin without Jesus. He's the conqueror. He's the one who destroyed the works of the devil for you and me. Oh, we need it so much, too. Because you have no way to stand up against the spiritual, evil, wicked powers in your own self or your foolish ideas and religion. Only Jesus. He is the victorious one. He is the one to come to set the captives free, and he's king of kings and lord of lords. Thank God he's our savior. Amen? Praise God. All right, sis, we're going to let you come and continue this worship and praise. Continue this worship and praise tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to the name of the Lord. Glory to his name, for he is worthy. Who he is and all that he has done is amazing. And what he's going to do? Hallelujah. We have so much to be excited about and thankful for. Persistent prayer? Persistent prayer is prayer even with obstacles, opposition and all. You keep praying. You keep seeking the Lord. Amen. Amen, sis. 
Amen, brother. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen, 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 sis. Praise God. All right. Well, I'll let you continue this worship and praise. Okay. All right. Bless you, sis. Amen. Bless you, too, brother. Amen. Thank you. 
We choose the fear of the Lord. For the fear of the Lord is to hate all evil. We choose the fear of the Lord. We choose the fear of the Lord. We choose the way of the Lord. We choose the way of the Lord. For the way of the Lord is the way of wisdom. We choose the way of the Lord. We choose the way of the Lord. He is the light in the world of the Lord. To be blessed in all His ways. For the friendship of God is with those who fear Him so. We
Glory. Yeah. Homecomings coming soon. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We're the light. And the light's got to go. The light's got to go. Amen. God of mercy. What a terrible place this will be without light. Mm -mm -mm. The light of God. Well, praise God, sis. Thank you for the uh, the powerful songs. Uh, I mean, there's a, there's a good good presence of the Lord here tonight for sure. He will be blessing us and some encouraging words about He's. I mean, it's coming and based out of the prophets of the old prophets. I mean, the prophets of old too that uh, the Lord can be sharing part of the message tonight.
He's taking us out of here. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. So with that said, let's get into the message. Shalom, brothers and sisters. Grace, mercy, and love from our Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, our glorious Savior, and the Spirit of life, the Holy Spirit. Amen. So to start off, we have come past another time marker of time we live now. Many thought the Lord Jesus was coming for us who believe in watching and praying for his glorious return to take us home. But we're still here. And I can tell you what, with us still here, it's still the time of grace. This is very good news for anybody that's lost and don't know Jesus. There's still time. I don't know how much more. But today is the day of salvation. Tonight is the time of salvation. You only have breath from eternity. Are you ready? Are you prepared? I pray you are. Wanted to share this scripture. The Lord put on my heart about this. Habakkuk, portion of scripture really. Habakkuk, chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. Hear what the Lord is saying through his prophet. Habakkuk. Let me get a drink. I don't understand what they're... I don't see the two there. That's strange. Might be one in three and not two. Yeah, I think I took out two. It's only one in three. I will stand at my guard post and station myself on the tower, and I will keep watch to see what he will say to me. Better be listening. Better be watching. And what answer I will give as his spokesman when I am reproved. For the vision is yet for the appointed future time. It hurries toward the goal of fulfillment. It will not fail. Our God never fails. Even though it delays, wait patiently for it. Because it will certainly come. It will not delay. So, This is what we are supposed to be doing until the day comes. We have been called to stand, I mean, to stay at our guard post, to be in the tower on the wall of God, a workman not ashamed and a watchman not caught off guard, but being alert and awake for such a time as this. Amen? The other point I was looking at this verse in another translation, and it said, Behind hand, I've never heard of that word, behind hand. Never have I ever seen this word, but it is a real word, and this is the meaning. Listen to the meaning. It will not be late or tardy. It will not be late or tardy. God is always on time, his perfect way and time. Amen? So let's take heed to what the Spirit is saying to us right now. Amen? One more thing, the Holy Spirit showed me about such a time as this, the next verse, Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 4. Look at the proud one. His soul is not right within him. Oh, no, it's not if you're proud. There's the contrast. Look at the proud one, one that thinks they know everything, thinks they have the answer, thinks they are the Savior of themselves. 
His soul is not right within him. That's not a good thing. You've got to be right with God. And then he goes on. But the righteous will live by his faith in the true God. Hallelujah. That's us, brothers and sisters. That's us who believe and trust Jesus. That's good news. Not good for the world. As a picture of the world, the first verse, or yeah, the first verse or sentence, but the next one. God always gives a contrast to show you exactly uh, where you're at. <laughs> there it is. If you're prideful in anything of your soul or your heart, you need to be humble. You need to humble yourself and repent of whatever it is and let, your Holy, let the Holy Spirit lead you into all of righteousness. Amen? It is not about us. It's not about what you do in our, what we do in our lives. It's not about performance. It's not about being prideful, any self-righteous ways or any good thing in our flesh. Anything we think and do in our flesh or anything we do to make ourselves right in the eyes of God. Amen? There is no good thing within us without our faith in Jesus. Let me say that again and know this and hear this very clear. There is no good thing within us without our faith in Jesus. He makes us who we are as born-again believers. He is the one who changes us and has made us the very righteousness of God. Isn't that amazing? By faith in the true God, he has transformed us into the very life of God. We are now, as born-again believers, like God, like Christ-like. This is what being born again means. We are given a new life. We have been changed from death to life, from darkness to light, God's life. We have been changed from unrighteous sinners to the very righteousness of God through Jesus Christ, Amen. Hallelujah. Nothing of ourselves. All glory to Jesus. And the only way this comes is being very humble, emptying yourself, being filled with God, a new creation from the eternal creator for all eternity. Amen. This mighty portion of Scripture says it well. Let's look. Ephesians 3, 16 through 19, glory to the Lord. You know these words are inspired by the Spirit of God that was in the heart of Paul. Hallelujah. May he grant you out of the riches of his glory to be strengthened and spiritually energized with the power through his Spirit in your inner self, and dwell in your innermost being and personality so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through your faith. And may you have been deeply rooted and securely grounded in love. Hallelujah. Being fully capable of comprehending what all the saints, God's people, the width, the length, the height, the depth of his love. Fully 
experiencing that amazingly, um, excuse me, amazing endless love. There's no end to God's love. Amazing, huh? And that you may come to know practically through personal experience the love of Christ which far pass or passes mere knowledge without experience. That you may be filled up throughout your being to all the fullness of God so that you may have the richest experience of God's presence in your, presence in your life. Completely filled and flooded with God himself. Amen, yes, and amen, Lord Jesus. So I wanted to share this with you before we get into the message, knowing we are surely still in the times and seasons of the Lord Jesus' return for his church and bride. Do not doubt or give up, because this still will happen. He spoke it. It's going to happen. It will not be tardy or late. Listen. Let us listen and what the Spirit is saying to us now, amen? Isaiah 64, 6 says, Isaiah chapter 64, verse 6 says, But we are all as an unclean thing, and all our righteousness is as filthy rags, and we all do fade as a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, have taken us away. Amen. That's what happens to the people that don't come to Jesus, then this is all covered by the blood. That's for sure. Thank you, sis, for sharing. Hallelujah. So we will continue as the Lord Jesus leads by the Holy Spirit. Amen? So as we listen now to the Lord Jesus for such a time as this, we know already we have to hear him in our hearts, and we need to be listening close to what he is saying to us as we wait for his coming too. Amen? The definition of listen. The definition of listen. To pay attention, heed, obey. Amen? We surely need to be doing this for such a time as this. So now, from the word of God, empowered by the spirit of God. Amen? Psalm 78, verse 1. Listen, O my people, to my teaching. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth and be willing to learn. So we are to listen and we are to learn. And in the listening and learning, and praise God and, and praise to God that it's obeying, then we grow and mature. Huh. Those five things that makes up grace. Yes, we need to do this every day as the Holy Spirit teaches us and leads us into all truth. Amen? Excuse me. Uh, Psalm 106, verse 24 through 25. Then they despised the pleasant land of Canaan. Listen to this. They did not believe in his word nor rely on it. Do we got that going on? Is Israel the only one doing that these days? No. Many people are. They didn't listen. They didn't believe in his word, to rely on it. They despised it. But look what they were doing. How foolish. But they sought and complained in their tent. I don't get my way. What's going on? Why aren't you doing something? Listen to the rest of this verse. They did not listen to the voice of the Lord. 
Mm. Not a good place to be. A few points from this portion of Scripture. Number one, they did not believe in his word nor rely on it. Brothers, sisters, who is the living word of God? It is Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. You have to believe in him, rely on him for salvation and eternal life. Amen? So we better be listening. We need to be listening to him for such a time as this. Right now, the time of grace, the day of salvation. Number two, they did not listen to the voice of the Lord. If you do not listen to his voice now, for such a time as this, you could be in for a world of hurt and left behind when he comes for his church and bride. Amen? God have mercy. But that's what's going to happen. You've got to listen as the Holy Spirit reveals Christ and his word, the living word of God, to know what to do, who to believe and trust in. Mm-mm-mm. Proverbs 1.5. The wise will hear and increase their learning. So we see uh, what connects together is to hear, listen, and increase in learning what Jesus is teaching us, what the Holy Spirit is teaching us. As he's bringing back what Jesus taught us and shared with us. And the person of understanding will acquire wise counsel and the skill to steer his course wisely, led others to the truth. So when you say wisdom and wise, that's from God. When you talk about knowledge and man's way, that's of the flesh and the devil. You want to go and find the wisdom of God. You sure don't want to be caught up in man's foolish ideas and wisdom and the confusion and bunch of words you can't understand and just, you know, make you feel like, what? Or confusing. God's not a God of confusion. But you need wise counsel from God, from the Holy Spirit. Course wise, his, his course wise, he stirs his course, his life, leads others to the truth. Who's the truth? Jesus is. I'm the way, the truth, and the life, he said. Yes, as born-again believers, this is part of our very nature now. Wanting to do this in our lives and help others to do this too. Amen. Proverbs 1, verse 33. But whoever listens to me, wisdom, and if you look in 1 Corinthians, I do believe it says that Christ is the wisdom of God, will live securely and in confident truth, and will be at ease. Will be at ease. Without fear, dread, or of evil. Why? Because Jesus has defeated evil. Jesus has brought life. Jesus has destroyed the works of the devil. And he can do that in your life if you're letting. 
For us now, the very wisdom of God and his son, Jesus Christ, let us now listen to him. Amen. Amen. He's speaking. Proverbs 8, verse 6. Listen. For I will speak excellent and noble things. And the opening of my lips will reveal right things. Amen. Amen. That's what God does. The thing of God for our life now are very right things, excellent and noble things. God wants you to know and have now. Amen. Proverbs 8, verse 34. Blessed, happy, prosperous, to be admired is a man who listens to me. Watching daily at my gate, watching at my doorpost. Who's he talking about? Not me. He's talking about the Lord and God's, you know, walls and God's watchtowers. Amen. Again, the Lord pointing out to us what we are to be doing until he comes. Amen. The question to each of us, are we listening? I pray we are. Proverbs 13, verse 1. Contrast, the upright and the wicked. Now, when you see these, which one will you choose? Hmm. A wise man, I mean, a wise son or daughter, he's an accept, and as a result of his father's discipline instruction. Who? What father? Is it only our father or earthly fathers or <laughs> heavenly father too? But a scoffer does not listen to reprimand and does not learn from his errors. That's not a good place to be. Very clear. The ones who are righteous and upright hear and listen to what the father is saying to us about his son, Jesus Christ, to believe in him. Have faith in him or, I mean, for salvation and eternal life. Amen? But the other part of this is the simple and wicked. But a scoffer or mark, a, a, a scoffer or mocker does not listen to reprimand for all eternity, knowing as the Spirit reveals that you're a sinner and wicked before the Lord, your God, and you need a Savior. Are you listening as the Spirit speaks and tells you? Turn from the errors of your way. Turn to Jesus for salvation and life. Amen. Ecclesiastes 5, 1 says, Your attitude toward God, guard your steps and focus on what you are doing as you go to the house of God. And draw near to listen rather than Offer the careless, irreverent sacrifice of fools. For they too are ignorant, but know they are doing evil. Mm. Very good wisdom here. To all, think uh, to all. Think about pleasing God in your flesh by works and rituals or traditions of man's religion. Or to offer the careless, irreverent sacrifice of fools. We are supposed to be, what are we supposed to be doing? Draw near to him. 
Jesus Christ, to listen to God and not the silly way. Amen? Song of Solomon 2, verse 8. Shelomite bride, listen, my beloved. Behold, he comes, climbing on the mountain, leaping and running on the hills. Amen. Listen, beloved bride of Christ. Behold, he comes. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Isaiah 7, verse 14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Listen carefully. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and she shall call his name Emmanuel, Interpret it, God with us. Hallelujah. This word of prophecy given to all of us, we are told to told here to know this, find this for yourself. You have to be listening. Praise God. We have, brothers and sisters. Amen. We have. Now listen to this. Again, this is what the Lord is saying. You don't want to be with these people. Isaiah nine, I mean Isaiah thirteen nine says, "Listen carefully. The day of the Lord is coming." What does it say about the day of the Lord? Listen to this: cruel, with wrath, enraging anger, to make the land a horror, devastation, and he shall exterminate. It's sinners from it. God ain't playing around. Sin is very serious. Rebellion is very serious. Rejecting his son is very serious. He doesn't want you there. That's why he gave his son. But that's what you'll face. Listen very carefully. For such a time as this, you, anyone out there, I say you, I say you do not want to face this. This will be the very terrible and dark time, the very terrible and dark time in this world. Jesus Christ came to save us and will rescue us and take us out of this world. All who believe and trust him, born again, eternal believers, before he then will Terminate its sinners from it. God have mercy. God does not in any way take lightly your sin. It cost him his son's life on the cross to break his power over all of his created children because of his love for us. So when he does this for you and you reject him, what do you think you deserve? As God is a perfect in his redemption of his created children, he will be just, perfect in his wrath and judgment to, for all judgment, for all to reject his son, Jesus. God have mercy. Amen. Jeremiah 6, 17, I mean, yeah, 17 through 19. 
I have set my watchmen over you. What are they saying? What are the, what are the watchmen saying to the people? Saying, listen, pay attention to the warning, the sound of the trumpet. Listen to this. Listen, pay attention to the warning, sound of the trumpet. But they said, look what they said. And do we have people doing this? We will not listen. God of mercy. Therefore, hear, O Gentile nations, and see, O congregation, what vengeful act is to be done to them. Lord of mercy. They sit there in their arrogant, pride, foolish, wicked, sinful way and say, we will not listen. Oh, God, that is so foolish. Hear, O earth, behold, I'm bringing disaster on this people. The fruit of their scheme. Oh, all the elite, all the ideas of getting rid of people. Mm, because they have not, what, listened and paid attention to my word. And as for my law, they have rejected it also. The Lord God is saying to all his created children, listen, pay attention to the warning, sound of the trumpet. This is what you should be doing. What are the many, what are many of the people doing? But they said, we will not listen. God of mercy. What will happen to them? Sudden destruction for such a time as this. Amen. Why does this come on those like this? They have not paid, they have not listened and paid attention to my word. They have rejected him. The living word of God, Jesus Christ, God have mercy. Amos 5, verse 13, very humbling, very sobering, but very true. Therefore, he who is prudent and has insight will keep silent at a, such a corrupt and evil time, for it is an evil time when people will not listen to truth and will disregard those of good character. We got that going on. We are in that time now, brothers and sisters. Amen? Zephaniah 3, verse 2. She did not listen. And he, the, he, the voice of God, she accepted no correction. She did not trust in the Lord, but trusted in her own power. She did not draw near to her God. But to the pagan gods of Baal and Moloch, who's he talking about? He's talking about the nation of Israel and all her arrogant and self-righteous, foolish ways and pride. How is Israel now? Are they trusting in their own power? Look what happened. Because they didn't listen and heed the voice of God. People are doing this, thinking that they, that to be saved and kept 
saved in their own power and do not listen and trust in the Lord? They do not draw near to God but trust in their flesh and religion. God, our mercy. Amen. Malachi 2.2. If you do not listen and if you do not take it to heart to honor my name, says the Lord of hosts, then I will send a curse upon you, and I will curse your blessings on the people. Indeed, I've cursed them already because you are not taking it to heart. As I said, when God speaks, and when he speaks truth, and when he speaks commands, and what we're supposed to be doing and obey. This is what you'll face. You got to listen. You got to humble yourself and obey, and you'll be blessed. But if you don't, and you go on your own merry way and said, I'm doing it my way, like some people wrote songs, I did it my way. What miserable lives I had, even though they were so called rich and fame and fortune in this world. What did it cost? It's like Christ said, you gain the whole world, lose your soul. What is it? What is it? Compared. I mean, look, look at Zephaniah 3 2 again. Look where they were look who they were trusting. She did not draw near to God, but the pagan gods of Baal and Moloch. You think this is this statues? No. They're demonic beings, demonic powers behind these so-called gods. Little G gods. God of mercy, the kind of things they want to do, they want us to do. Kill people. Kill children. Evil. Personified evil of the wicked ones. And they trusted Baal and Moloch over the Lord God who delivered them who helped them, I mean, they became a nation because of him, that he's watched over and protected them. God of mercy. Here's a clear warning from the Lord our God to all his created children, amen? Listen carefully to his son, Jesus Christ, as the one who he is speaking to us in these last days, Amen? Matthew 10, verse 16, a hard road before them. Listen carefully. I'm sending you out like sheep among wolves. So be wise as serpents. Know your enemy. Know the serpent. Know his ways and deception and craftiness. And thank God we have the Holy Spirit telling us and showing us. And innocent as dove. How do you do that? Have no self-serving agenda. Because it's not about us. It's about lifting up the name of Jesus and being a humble servant like him. Have no self-serving agenda. All glory to Jesus and not ourselves. Amen. Hallelujah. Matthew 13, um, yeah, Matthew 13, verse 3. He told them many things in parables, saying, Listen carefully. A sower went out 
to sow seed in his field. When Jesus tells us to listen carefully, you better know it is something eternally important to each of us, amen? In the same chapter, he gives a clear contrast to those who hear and listen to him and the ones who don't. Matthew 13, 13 through 14. Praise his name. This is the reason I speak to the crowds in parables. Because while having the power of seeing, they do not see. And while they have the power of hearing, they do not hear. Nor do they understand and grasp spiritual things. In them, the prophecy of Isaiah is being fulfilled, which says, you hear and you keep hearing, but you never understand. Sort of like one ear and out the other. And you will keep, I mean, you will look and keep on looking, but never comprehend. You see this happening. You do not know or grasp spiritual things and ways of God unless it is revealed to you by his spirit. That is why so many people knowing Jesus by only man's point of view, not God's point of view, which is the true one. Amen? Matthew 13, we continue, 16 through 17. But blessed, oh, come on now. But blessed, spiritually aware, favored by God are your eyes. Hallelujah. Because they see and your ears, because they hear, not just physical, spiritual. I assure you, most all of me say to you, many prophets and righteous men who were honorable and right standing with God long to see what you see and did not see it and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. Amen, brothers and sisters, to be born and living for such a time as this, to be able to hear and listen to our God and Savior by the Holy Spirit living in us. Amen. That is a very clear contrast of the people. One's not born again and do not listen to God and about how to be saved and have eternal life through his son and the ones who are born again and know in their hearts that they are born again by their faith in his son, Jesus, and born by his spirit for eternal life. Amen. Matthew 17, verse 5. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them And a voice from the cloud said, now I would think if you hear, you see a bright cloud coming, the Shekinah glory of God, and you hear a voice coming, what should you be doing? (laughs) He'll tell you what you need to be doing. This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. You don't see no other name there, do you? You don't see Mary. You don't see the angel Gabriel. You don't see the name of the Pope. You don't see the name of a president, pastor, 
rabbi, imam, whoever. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) You see only one. This is my beloved son, Yeshua, to our Jewish friends, and Jesus Christ to us, with I am who I am well pleased and delighted. What does God the Father tell us right here? Listen to him. That means we better listen. This is not a suggestion, or you can if you want to. No. This is a command from God and Father in heaven. Listen to him. His beloved son, Jesus Christ, for such a time as this. Amen. You got to know your place. Got to know your place. Don't get so so great and uh, I mean mighty that you think you you're at God's level or that uh, you're greater than Him. God of mercy. Now Christ brings us to that place, but right now we are to be humble. We are to be believing and trusting Him. My, my my mom used to always say, they getting too big for their britches. That means they thought they were all it. They thought they were arriving or you have made it. Hmm. Least you fall, 6, verse 49. I mean, excuse me, 45. John 6, verse 45. It is written in the prophets. And they will all be taught of God. Who? Who all be taught by God? Everyone who has listened to and learned from the Father comes to me. There you go. Who draws you to Jesus? As Brother Elby says, the greatest evangelist of ever, the Father. By the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Isn't that awesome? How do you hear and listen to the Father about his son, Jesus? One way only, by his spirit. The spirit of God reveals what the Father is saying to each of us about his son, Jesus, for such a time as this. He is the one who brings God's word alive to us in our heart and life. Amen? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's exciting. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'll pick it up there. 412. Only Jesus has the power to save. His name is the only one in all the world that can save anyone. Is anybody listening? Do you hear God's word speaking? Do you hear the God, the Father, through the Spirit speaking? They're his daughter, a vessel for the Lord. Hallelujah. Only Jesus has the power to save. His name, the only one in the world that can save anyone. That means call upon the name of Jesus. Oh, you need to hear him call. Say, come to me, all you weak and heavy laden. Aren't you tired and fed up with this world? Aren't you fed up with this temporal things of this world that gives you a little pleasure and then brings a lot of pain? Amen. God is speaking. Who knows? Might be the last day or night we're here. Hallelujah. John 10, verse 3. Oh, hallelujah now. The doorkeeper, the gate for this man, 
and the sheep hear his voice and pay attention to it, and knowing that they listen, he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out to pasture. His sheep hears his voice and pay attention to it. He knowing that they listen, he calls them by name and leads them out to pasture. Amen. John 10, verse 16. I have other sheep besides these. Oh, hallelujah. They are not of this fold. I must bring those also. And they will listen to my voice and pay attention to my call. And they will become one flock with one shepherd. Bah! Bah! Where are that sheep? Where are that sheep? Amen, brothers and sisters. This is us right now for such a time as we live. Amen. John 10, verse 27. Glory to God. The sheep that are my own hear my voice and listen to me. I know them and they follow me. That means you have a relationship with Jesus. You have a relationship with God. Only comes one way. Faith alone in Christ. Born again by his spirit, as he told us to, what he told us to do. So the sheep, who are those of the great shepherd, Jesus Christ, hear his voice now. And they listen to him now. And they follow only him now. Amen? Oh, praise his name. John 18, verse 37. So Pilate said to him, Then you are a king? Jesus answered, You say correctly that I am a king. That is why I was born. And for this I have come into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone who is of truth, who is a friend of the truth and belongs to the truth, what do they do? Here's and listen carefully to my voice. Hallelujah. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He was announcing it and telling Pilate, Hallelujah, you need me. Everyone right now who is of the truth know who Jesus Christ is, that you are a friend of the truth. And belongs to the truth because you have been bought with the price of his life and blood. You will hear and listen carefully to his voice and not the voice of man or Satan. Jesus. Only Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Second Peter 14. Oh, second. Um, excuse me. Not Peter. Uh, it is Peter saying, but I got to have myself. Acts 2 verse 14. Peter's sermon. Oh, hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them. Men of Judah and all who live in Jerusalem, let me be, let this be explained to you. Listen closely and pay attention to what I have to say. Now, Peter, a disciple, an apostle, and all of us as servants and children of God, born-again believers, 
as we have heard and listened to Jesus each day now, we are telling people to listen to Jesus, listen to his word now about salvation and eternal life through him only. Amen. Acts 10, verse 33. So I sent for you at once, and you have been kind enough to come. Now then, we are all here present before God to listen to everything that you have been instructed by the Lord to say. This is talking about Cornelius. He is a Roman centurion. Him and his family and his servants and his soldiers. And they are sitting there and they're going to listen to what God has told Peter to share. Hallelujah. Hope for all those Gentiles. That's the truth. All here present before God to listen to everything that you have been instructed by the Lord to say. This is what we are doing now. I pray you hear and listen to what God is saying to you personally. It is about Jesus now for such a time as this. What you do with him personally in your life now. Do you receive him for salvation and life or reject him and not listen to God about him and face condemnation and death? Choose very wisely by what you hear tonight or in the archives because it is a matter of eternal life and the second death. Amen. Very clear. God makes it very clear. Choose wisely. I'd be God's way, wouldn't it? First Corinthians chapter two, verse four. In my message, in preaching, my preaching were not a persuasive words of wisdom using clever rhetoric, but they were delivered in the demonstration of the Holy Spirit operating through me, just like Paul, just like me right now, and of his power, stirring the minds of the listeners and persuading them. Who does this? Us? No. We're vessels. We're messengers. We're servants of the Lord. God is the only one that can save somebody. God is the only one that can persuade someone to understand they're lost and a sinner and they need a savior. It is not about us, but the Holy Spirit moving and working through us to bring people to Jesus, to be saved and given eternal life. Amen? Hallelujah! Again, 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty-one. Here's another one of those. Listen very carefully. I tell you a mystery, a secret truth decreed by God and previously, previously, previously hidden, but now what? Revealed. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is here. And Jesus announced when the Spirit comes, he will teach you all truth. He will reveal the future to you. Hallelujah. And this 
is what he revealed. This is for us for such a time as this. We will not all sleep in death, but we will all be completely changed, wonderfully transformed. Hallelujah. That is a truth of God. That is a promise of God, and it will come to pass. Because he is who he says he is. He is the great I am. He is the Christ, the anointed, the Messiah, Jesus Christ. Need to know and listen to this once a mystery, a secret truth by God previously hidden, but now revealed by the Holy Spirit. This is going to happen very soon. Let us know and listen very carefully. Amen. Second Corinthians. Six, verse 2. For he said, at the acceptable time, the time of grace, glory to God, the time of grace, I listened to you, and I helped you on the day of salvation. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is a day of salvation. Now is the time to come to Jesus. <coughs> you think the time that's coming is the acceptable time? No. No, it's a time of judgment. Many people will come to Jesus, but it's going to cost them. It's going to cost them their lives. God of mercy, but it'll be worth it. Physical life compared to eternal. When you hear the truth about Jesus Christ revealed to us by the Father through the Holy Spirit, we are to cry out to him. He listens to us. He will help us now. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Colossians 3, verse 6. Isn't God's word so powerful? As it moves upon us quicker, I mean, sharper than any two-edged sword, getting to the heart of the matter. Colossians 3, verse 6, because of these sinful things, the divine wrath of God is coming on the sons of disobedience. Mm. And why are they going to get the wrath of God and they are the sons or daughters of disobedience? Because this is what disobedience means. Those who fail to listen and who routinely and ostensibly disregard God's precepts. Just like what the prophet Isaiah said and their response to what God said, we will not listen. God of mercy. This will come upon all who do not listen to what God is saying to us about his Son for salvation and eternal life. You have to hear and listen to him by his spirit for such a time as this. Those who fail to listen will face his divine wrath for not obeying God the Father about his son, Jesus Christ. Believing in him, accepting his great love and boundless mercy and overwhelming grace through him now. I pray that you do hear and listen to him now. Amen? 
Hallelujah. Second Timothy chapter two, fourteen to twenty six. An unashamed workman. <clears throat> That's the caption for this word. Praise his name. Read it slowly through here. <clears throat> Let me get a drink. Powerful word for remind the people of these facts. And solemnly charge them in the presence of God to avoid petty con- convert, uh, controversy. Mm. Petty. I would say things of this world. I would say things of doctrine. Things of man's silly silly wisdom. Petty conversation, I mean, controversial over words. Which does no good. And upsets and undermines and ruins the faith of those who listen. I mean, there'll be words of confusion. There'll be doctrines of demons. There'll be words of men's silly ideas and ways. It'll be religion. Study and do your best to present yourself to God approved. A workman tested by trial. You'll have them. You'll have trials and tests just like Christ did who has no reason to be ashamed, accurately handling and skillfully teaching the word of truth, but avoid all the irreverent babble and godless chatter with its profane, empty words that have no life in them, for it will lead to further ungodliness, and their teaching will spread like gangrene, That's bad. Do y'all know anything about gangrene? It is a terrible thing. It's it's nasty. It stinks. And it will rot the flesh. It will, uh, you know, cause people to lose arms and legs and all. It's a very terrible uh, infection. So it is with hymenus and philia. He gives examples now who have deviated from the truth. Not good. Not to go off on your own and try to fill in what God's already said. They claim that the resurrection has already taken place. Looks like he had other places like in Thessalonica, I mean, Lyca, and here in uh, wherever Timothy was. People trying to bring fear. And false, you know, false truths. Because they're not being guided by the Holy Spirit, I can tell you that. And they undermine the faith of some. But Paul says this, nevertheless, (laughs) the firm foundation of God, which he has laid, stands sure and unshaken despite attacks bearing this seal. Hallelujah. The Lord knows those who are his. 
And let everyone who names the name of the Lord stand apart from wickedness and withdraw from wrongdoing. And then he shifts. And he starts showing about different kinds of vessels. As we are vessels for God. Now in a large house, there are not only vessels and objects of gold and silver, but, uh, but also vessels of objects of wood or earthenware. Some are for honorable, noble good use, and some for dishonorable, ignoble, common. Common's not a good thing. I think it's uh, Aaron's son. No, it wasn't in those days. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from these things which are dishonorable, disobedient, sinful, he will be a vessel of honor. That's what you want to be. Sanctified, set apart for the special purpose and useful to the master, prepared for every good work. That's where you want to be. Run away from youthful lust. Pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those believers who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. That's why we're here. Brothers, sisters in Christ, we need each other. You can't be, you don't need to be no lone ranger these days. For not forsake not the assembling of yourself as you see the day approaching. What day? Jesus coming for his church and bride. But having nothing to do with foolish and arrogant speculations. Excuse me, ignorant speculations. Useless disputes over unidentifying stupid controversy. Amen, brother. We are the body. We need each other, the different parts of the body. Since you know that they produce strife, and give birth to quarrels. Well, we don't want to do that. That just causes problems in the body of Christ. The servant of the Lord must not participate in quarrels, but must be kind to everyone, even-tempered, preserving peace, and he must be skilled in teaching patience, tolerance when wrong. He must correct those who are in opposition with courtesy and gentleness in the hope that God may grant that they will repent and be led to the knowledge of the truth, accurately understanding and welcoming it. And that they may come to their senses and escape the trap of the devil, having been held captive by him to do his will. So when you get into these silly things, look where you're going. Oh, you don't want to go there. You don't want to go there. Here we are told to listen to and not listen and and not here we're told what to listen to and not to listen to. To understand what to stay away from to not be pulled down or entangled with the foolish ways and traditions of men, 
but focus and hear what God is saying to us through his son, Jesus Christ, for such a time as this. Amen? The reason is very clear in the last two verses. He must correct those who are in opposition with courtesy and gentleness in the hope that God will grant that they will repent and be led to the knowledge of truth, actually understanding and welcoming and that they may come to their senses and escape from the trap of the devil, having been held captive by him to do his will. That they will repent, turn from their own way or religious way, or thinking so they can come to their senses in the heart that God gave you and in, in the mind God gave you or us, and escape the trap of the devil having been held captive by him to do his will, God of mercy, amen. Hebrews 3, verse 18. And to whom he did he swear, I know, that he would not enter his rest, but to those who disobeyed, those who would not listen to his word. You see how important this is? You know he calls the devil the father of lies. He calls the ones that end up in the tribulation, they believe the lie. God expects you to believe the truth. He expects you to believe him. He's your creator. He's your God and king. It's easy to do when you know your place. Know that you're nothing. There's no life without Jesus. There's no life without God in your life. Hear and listen what the Lord is saying about not listening and obeying him for salvation and eternal life. Amen? Have you heard that saying, there is no rest for the wicked? Well, it is true for all who do not turn from sin and their flesh and repent and turn to God and his Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen? Hebrews 12, verse 25. Caption for this word, the unshaken kingdom. Hallelujah. See to it that you do not refuse to listen to him who is speaking to you now. For if those sons of Israel did not when they refused to listen to him who warned them on the earth, revealing God's will, okay, from the earth, how are we being warned nowadays? How much less will we escape if we turn our backs on him who warns from heaven? Hallelujah. Amen. Let us hear, take heed, listen carefully to him from heaven. Amen. Glory to God. James 1, verse 19. Understand this, my beloved brothers and sisters. Let everyone be quick to hear. Be careful, thoughtful listener. Slow to speak a speaker of carefully chosen words 
and slow to anger, patient, reflective, and forgiving. Well, I pretty well can know that God wants us to listen twice as much as we speak. We have two ears to listen and one mouth to speak. (laughs) Very clear, isn't it? Let us be thoughtful. I got that wrong. Thruful, never heard that word. I mean, I never heard of that. Let me fix that. Oh, boy. Let us be uh, thoughtful. Let us be thoughtful listeners to God first and then other people. Amen. James 3, verse 7. Excuse me. James 3, verse 17. But the wisdom from above is first pure, morally and spiritually and undefiled, then peace. Loving, courteous, considerate, gentle, reasonable, willing to listen, full of compassion, and good fruits. It is unwavering without self-righteous hypocrisy and self-serving guile. Remember what Ephesians 3 said. Listen to things in heaven. Listen to what God is saying. And these are the kind of things we should be focused on, not the temporal things of man in this world and the fallen one. Amen. It really is true. Of the wisdom from above is willing to listen to you. Who is the wisdom from God? The Father. It is Jesus Christ, his son. Amen. Let's look at this. Let's look at this. 1 Corinthians 1, glory to God, 18 to 24. Praise your name, Lord. Hallelujah. This is truth only revealed by the mighty Holy Spirit. Very encouraging to believers. Very encouraging to people who believe. For the message of the cross is foolishness, absurd, illogical to those who are perishing and spiritually dead. Because they reject it. But to us, who are being saved by God's grace, it is a manifestation of the power of God. For it is written and forever remains written. Listen to this clearly. You think all the learners and all the people going to school and all their religious foolishness and everything else, listen to what God's going to do. I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, the philosopher and philosophers, the philosophy and philosophers, and the cleverness of the clever who do not know me, I will nullify. All will be gone. Where is the wise man philosopher? Where is the scribe, the scholar? Where is the debater, orator, logician of this age? <laughs> Has not God exposed the foolish of this world's wisdom? For since the world 
through all its earthy wisdom fails to recognize God? Oh, it really seems that way. They try to make God themselves. They listen to the devil. Oh, you're supposed to be like God. But not in a self-righteous way. We're supposed to be humble like Christ. God, in his wisdom, was well pleased through the foolishness of the message preached regarding salvation. To save those who believe in Christ and welcome him as Savior. Savior, excuse me, Savior. Listen to this next one, and this still happens. For Jews demand signs, attesting miracles. They don't ask, they demand. That's pride, that's arrogance. Greeks produce, I mean, pursue worldly wisdom and philosophy. That's a lot of the West. A lot of the West, wisdom and culture. But we're not supposed to be caught up in that. Remember, we're supposed to be seeking, uh, uh, seeking and focusing on the things of heaven. And this is the truth. But we preach Christ crucified. Hallelujah. That's what matters. Is your eternal soul. That's what matters compared to all everything else in this world. A message which is to the Jews a stumbling block that provokes their opposition. And to the Gentiles, foolishness. Just utter nonsense. Oh, it can't be that easy. It wasn't. It wasn't easy for the one who went through it. But he made it for us foolish, foolish ones of the world. The ones he loved. The ones who were rebellious, enemies, not at peace with God. He still died for us. While we were yet sinners, separated from him. But he didn't want us, he didn't want to, he didn't want us to stay separated. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Gentiles, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Well, let me tell you some good news. When God called you, when the Father called you and told you about his Son through the Holy Spirit, what was the faithful thing that you did? You listened. And you believed, and you applied it to your life. Praise his name that he made it happen. Thank God we did. Thank God we did by what you heard in this message is going to happen to ones who don't. Pray for your loved ones, brothers and sisters. Pray for the lost. Pray the ones that are deceived. And in depression and fear, they've been misled and misguided by man and their foolish ideas of ways of salvation. There's only one way, the Savior. But when you're called, you heard him call you. That's why you responded. Thank God we did. Glory to God. You think about that. Humbly, thank God we did. So with this word spoken and heard, and you're listening now to it, how 
how will you respond to the wisdom and power of God, who is his son, Jesus Christ? I pray you say yes and amen to him by faith for salvation and eternal life. Amen. Now, you as believers, as what I was sharing in our church here in small town Texas, but should be heard around the world. Are you listening to what Jesus Christ is telling you to be doing? Are you ministering as he's called you? What are you doing for the one who died for you and rose again for you? I pray you are serving him. I pray you've made yourself available to him for these desperate and urgent times. It is time to serve the Lord who loves us very much. And he loves the people that are lost. He came to save who was lost. 1 John 4 verse 5 says, They who teach twisted doctrines are of the world, and they belong to it. Well, that tells me they're not believers, doesn't it? They're not believers. They belong to the world. They don't belong to God. They don't belong to heaven. They don't look like what he's saying. Therefore, they speak from the viewpoint of the world with this immoral freedom and baseless theory, demanding compliance with their opinions, ridiculing the values of the upright. And the gullible one of the world listens closely and pays attention to them. Why? Quit trusting men just because they have fancy words and fancy buildings and look at me. Run. Run for them. Run to Jesus. Don't be caught up in all these ones that are so prideful and arrogant and lift up their names on their ministries and sit there with all their fancy words and try to mislead and misguide you, God have mercy, try to keep you in control, try to fleece you and use you. There's many that are wolves in sheep's clothes. Use the discernment of the Holy Spirit in your life. God have mercy. Many are doing this. Just look at the mega, mega feel-good in yourself churches or places of ill repute, really. These doctrines of demons lead to hell and destruction. Holy hearing and listen to God himself through his spirit about his son Jesus to know him and believe in him for salvation and eternal life is the true way. Amen? Hallelujah, Lord. Praise God that we heard you call us. Praise God that the day that we each came to a place to say, help us, Jesus. Come to the place our life's in a mess. There was no answers, no way, a lot of hurt and pain. And you called us 
Praise God we responded, Lord. We pray that others will do. Others will respond too before it's too late. As you told me to tell them, you're one breath from eternity. Are you ready? Are you prepared? Your life and your breath is in God's hands. Thank God he's merciful, gracious, and loving. But he is righteous and holy too. Oh, thank you, Lord, humbly before you. How important it is to listen. And as we listen, do we obey? Do we do what God tells us to do? If you're coming to Jesus for the first time, oh, yeah. Believe and trust him and be filled with his spirit. You as a believer, it is time to serve. It is time to do what God has called us to do, to be a light and a witness and tell people the way to salvation in life is through Jesus Christ and being born again by the Spirit and that he's coming. And it's time to be ready for the Lord. And the only way to be ready for the Lord is he in our lives. Born again believers, ready to fly. So now with this study about hearing the Lord our God, and listen to him now. The Father has spoken to us loud and clear through his Son, Jesus Christ. Are you listening and believing and obeying him now? The first thing is to know if you believe in him personally as your Savior for salvation and eternal life. Then you have heard him in your heart and life, and you have obeyed the Father too. For this is what we have been called to believe, on the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved. This is the main important truth. You need to hear and listen for such a time as this. Then, when you do this, then you're changed from death to life. Hallelujah. That the life and the light of God comes in you bringing you back to life he intended for each of us. Then, when born again, you will be able to hear God more clearly, listen to when he speaks to you through his words or numbers, dreams or visions or words of revelation. Anyway, God wants to speak to you that we can hear and listen to Jesus Christ for such a time as this, we sure better be. Amen. I finish with these two portions of Scripture. What wraps up the whole truth about this. You will hear and listen to your God, Creator, and Savior by being born again, eternal believer, through faith in Jesus Christ. Only and to receive and accept God's great love, boundless mercy, and overwhelming grace. Or, you do not choose to hear and listen to your God, Creator, and Savior, Jesus Christ, then you will listen to Satan and be lost, condemned, and punished for your sin for all eternity. Hear, take heed, 
Listen to the words of God, empowered by the Spirit of God, and know this truth for yourself. Hebrews 1, 1 through 4, the caption for this word, hear it very clear. God's final word in his Son. To all of his created children, this is what God the Father is saying to us for such a time as this. Thank you, Father. God having spoken to the fathers long ago in the voices and writings of the prophets in many separate revelations, each which set forth a portion of the truth in many ways has in these last days spoken with finality to us in the person of one who is by character and nature his son, namely Jesus, whom he has appointed heir and lawful owner of all things through whom also he created the universe, that the universe as space, time, matter, and continuum. The son is the radiance and the only expression of the glory of our awesome God, reflecting God's Shekinah glory, the light-bearing, brilliant light of the divine, and the exact representation and perfect imprint of his Father's essence, and upholding and maintaining and propelling all things, the entire physical and spiritual universe, by his powerful word, carrying the universe along to his predetermined goal, with he himself and no other, hear this clearly, when he himself and no other, had by offering himself on the cross as a sacrifice for sin, accomplished purification from sin, and established our freedom from sin, Hallelujah. He's done it. Nobody else. He sat down revealing his completed work. All at the right hand of majesty on high. Revealing his divine authority. Having become a much superior to angels. Does he have inherit more excellent and glorious name that that is son? The name above all names. Hallelujah. Makes it very clear. God makes it very simple. There is no other answer. It's all about Jesus. The Son of the living God. So God the Father, announcing mainly to the Hebrews or the Jews in the Roman Empire and all of us too, the whole world of mankind, that is, these last days of time of man and God striving with him, that he is speaking to all of us through his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. The question to every one of us, all, all, every one of us, all, the question to every one of us, Every one of all us are, I got the wrong word there, are we really hearing and
and listening to him? The answer, we better be. Amen. And then 1 John 4, verse 6 says, very clear, by the word of God, there's only two directions. There's only two choices. There's only two ways. By your free will, which one will you choose? First John 4, 6 shows it very clear. We who teach God's word are from God, energized by the Holy Spirit. And whoever knows God through personal experience listens to us and has a deeper understanding of him. Whoever's not of God Whoever is not of God does not listen to us. By this we know without any doubt the spirit of truth motivated by God and the spirit of error motivated by Satan, the father of lies, error. God of mercy. It is very clear in God's word. Will you listen to him who is calling you to him for salvation and eternal life? I pray all are tonight, are in the archive. You cannot be wrong about this, or there will be severe eternal consequences. Amen? Let us hear and listen to Jesus Christ now and forever. Amen. Word of God speak. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, praise his holy name. Praise his holy name, he is worthy. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And myself at the loss for words, and a funny thing, it's okay. The last thing I need is to be heard, but to hear what you say, word of God speaks. Oh, you pour down like rain, washing my eyes to see your majesty to be still and know you're in this place. Please let me stay in breath in your holiness. Word of God be. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Under myself in the midst of you, beyond the music, beyond the noise, all that I need is to be with you in the quiet. Hear your voice, word of God speak. 
you poured in like rain, washing my eyes to see your majesty, to be still and know that you're in this place. Please be stayed breath in your holiness. Word of God speak, for you poured out like rain, washing my eyes to see your majesty, to be still and know that you're in this place. Please let me stay breath in your holiness. Amen. Hallelujah. In my death, and I lost the word in a funny thing. It's okay. You know, brothers and sisters, that is so true. Sometimes we talk too much. You know, to be able to hear the Lord, be still and know that he's God. Well, you've got to be quiet. And he'll speak. And he'll speak. And it's amazing. He really will. It is good to be quiet sometimes. To hear what the Lord is saying, it's very important. Jesus does. This is all that Jesus does. This is an amazing new song that is very encouraging. Anybody out there hurting? Anybody feeling like an orphan? Anybody who's a widow? Anybody that's having problems in your life, in your relationships? And all that's going on in the world. Listen what Jesus does. Thank you, Lord. Praise your name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Tells the sun to rise every morning. Colors the sky. With the shades of his glory Wakes us with mercy and love Jesus does Amen He does Who holds the orphan Comforts the widow Cries for injustice Heals every sorrow Carries the pain of his children Jesus does. Amen. So we sing praise to the Father who gave us the Son. Praise to the Spirit who's living in us. When I was a sinner, he saved me I was. Because that's what Jesus does. Amen. Save what was lost. Hallelujah. Then the heart of the sinner shower his grace over all my mistakes. Washes us clean with his blood. 
Jesus does. Amen. Who takes the song of sweet forgiveness? Who took the key to hell and the grave? Who has the power to save? Jesus does. Amen. Hallelujah. We sing to the Father who gives the Son praise to the Spirit living in us. When I was a sinner, He saved me through I was. Because that's what Jesus does. Amen. Oh, what a friend. Oh, what a Savior. He's always been good. He's always been faithful. He came to my rescue when I needed him most. And he saved my soul. Oh, what a friend. Oh, what a Savior. Always been good. He's always been faithful. He came to rescue when I need him, him most, and save my soul. Amen. Hallelujah now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory. Come on now. Hallelujah. Woo. Amen. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Nashville. How about Dublin? How about Bakersfield? L.A. New Zealand. Hallelujah. We do good. good. Hallelujah. <laughs> All of God's people doing good. They believe and trust Jesus. Jesus, 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 Amen, Jesus. Jesus! 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 Hallelujah! We praise to the Father who gave us the Son. Praise to the Spirit that's living in us. As a sinner, who saved me from who I was. Praise to the Father who gave us the Son. Praise to the Spirit. Living in us, 
When I was a sinner, he saved me who I was. That's what Jesus does. Amen. Hallelujah. What Jesus does. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, praise God. Brothers and sisters, this next song, the Lord spoke to us. It's talking about the place where I even shared this week when Jesus announced to Peter what was going to happen. Well, again, who he is, when he speaks, it's going to come to pass. That wouldn't be good. To, that wouldn't be. That wouldn't be fun to listen, would it? That he says, um, "You're going to die. You're going to deny me three times." And Peter, you know, he put up a ruckus. No, I'm not, Lord. I'll be with you to the end. No, Lord, I'll die with you. And then he got into the place of the people, and the trials and tests come. As the women point out, "Oh, you're one of those Galileans. You was with him." No, wasn't he denying him? And then the next time, he even got more upset. But no, I don't know the man. And then the third time, he invoked the name of God. As people speak, you know what I'm talking about, using God's name in vain, and what they say, when they say, blank, damn, they're telling God to damn whatever they're saying. It is judgment. Or whoever you're saying it about, or whatever you're saying it about, you're bringing God's judgment. It's what you're asking God to do. God of mercy. And Peter knew. After he heard, and then he heard that crop crow, he just, man, I have done messed up. And this is a powerful song from Casting Crowns of pointing this out. But listen what Jesus does for Peter and all the rest of us. Amen. This is a powerful song, wonderful song. It is one that will touch your heart of what, as you saw, Jesus does and what Jesus did. This is now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. This is the kind of love he has. Oh, for each one of us. Oh, do you identify? Ending at the water's edge. Drop my dreams when I drop my net. No hesitation, no regret. I followed you. This is now. You washed my feet and you changed my name. I swore I'd never be the same. Just like the tides, I guess people change. Because this was then. And this is now. 
I wish I could go back, but I don't know how. I remember when I stood my ground. I swore I'd never let you down. I want to be that man again. Well, then, and this is now. Oh, you haven't reached the end. Oh, yeah, there's a way out. Oh, hallelujah. We serve a wonderful, loving God, so merciful and forgiving. Oh, he's greater than all our failures and sins. Thank you, Jesus. I watch blind man lift his head. Hallelujah. And look his Savior in the eye. Hallelujah. I heard a dead man take a breath. Dropped to my knees as I watched him rise. Glory to God. And I felt the sea beneath my feet as I stepped out on the anger way. He saw the storm raging with me and round and call me then. But this is now. Wish I could go back, but I don't know how. I remember when I stood my ground, for I never let you down. I want to be that man again. But this was then, and this is now. Hallelujah. I'm standing on the that closed the door. And I see my Savior standing on the shore with his arms wide open, just like the first time he called my name. He said that was then, and this is now. My child, I bore your cross and I wore your crown. You couldn't come to me, love came down. So take my hand, I'll lead you out. It was then, and this is now. But child of all your cross, I wore your crown. Couldn't come to me, so my love came down. And I'll lead you out. You'll never be that man again. That was then. But this is now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Whoa. Glory to God. Whoa. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you hear what he's saying now? Do you hear what the Savior is saying if you think you're at a place that I've gone too far? I'm too far into into myself and sin or religion? Do you hear what Jesus is saying? I pray you're hearing as he calls. Just when I thought my sin had closed the door, I see my sin. Savior standing on the shore. Do you see Jesus with his arms wide open? 
Just like the first time you called my name, you said that this was then and this is now, and then what the Lord is saying. Understand, this had to happen, or we were all lost. My child, I bore your crop. I wore your crown of thorns. When you couldn't come to me, my love came down. Hallelujah. So take my hand, and I'll lead you out. What do you got to do? Put your hand out. Let Jesus lead you out. That's faith. That's what he's saying. Because that was then, this is now. Isn't that amazing? The Lord's speaking. I pray people are hearing before it's too late. Glory to his name, what a loving God. This is our God. This is our God. Oh, praise his name. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, it's so wonderful. Lord, your presence. Who you are to us. How personal and loving you are. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory. This is our God. This is our Savior and King. Oh, praise his name forever. Worship him. See what he's done for us. How much he loves us. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Glory. Your grace is enough more than I need. At your word I will believe. I wait for you. Draw near again. Let your spirit make me new, and I will fall at your feet. Hallelujah. We'll fall at your feet, and I will worship you here. Amen. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. This is our God. This is our Savior. Eternal and glorious and loving. Your presence in me, Jesus lights the way. By the power of your word, I am restored. I am redeemed. By your spirit I am free, and I will fall at your feet, will fall at your feet, and I will worship you here. Hallelujah! Glory, what he's done for us. Freely you gave it all for us. Surrendered your life upon that cross. Greater is your love poured out for all. This is our God. Hallelujah, Lord. No other like you. Lifted on high from death to life. Forever our God is glorified, serving in 
I thank you for my brothers and sisters in Christ. The ones that want to hear you and hear your word for such a time as this. And be encouraged. Because you are loved. And that you love us, Lord. Thank you. We praise and honor you. We thank you for this night. We thank you of who you are, what you have done for us. Glory to your name. I'm I'm just overwhelmed, Lord. Overwhelmed. Praise your holy name. We continue to pray for the needs and concerns of our brothers and sisters that you intervene, Lord. That you intervene. We thank you and honor you, Lord. We thank you and honor you. For you are worthy of all praise and glory. Thank you, Father. What a loving, heavenly Father you are. And that you'll never leave us, forsake us. You watch over us. You protect us. You provide for us. You give us guidance and wisdom. And our lives are in your loving hand. That's great. That is fantastic. The best hands are in. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord, for that testimony of Sis Connie. We thank God for her son got a full-time job. Father, we pray for Sis Connie and what she's been sharing with me, and that you would bring reconciliation, that you would bring truth, that you would bring the right things that will happen, and that what she was sharing about, you will provide for her that you will provide about the settlement she's been asking me about, telling me about, I mean. That, Lord, you would intervene, that you supply all our needs of the glorious riches of Christ. Lord, that you will take care of your daughter, and you will give her wisdom and direction about this situation and being in this relationship with this, this man that's supposed to be a husband, supposed to be being a covering and, and want to do the best for her. And it seems like he's not right now. I pray that you would get a hold of him, Lord, and straighten him out. Thank you, Lord, that you've done that in our life. We praise and honor you, Father. We thank you for hearing our hearts and our prayers. And we give you all the glory and praise in your mighty name, Lord Jesus. Amen. We're going to let Sister Jeanette uh, have a little time here. And she's going to finish up with, ah, Set my spirit free, Lord. We're ready to fly. Oh, hallelujah. Who's ready to fly with Jesus? Who's ready to go up there and that we're Christ in God? I mean, Christ in God in us and that we appear as he comes, we appear, and then we're in glory. Wow. Woo-hoo. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That's going to be exciting. That's going to be exciting. That's getting ready to happen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Woo! Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Man, it's been so wonderful, Lord. I mean, this presence has been overwhelming. Amen. Revealing to me and others, it has been amazing, glorious, as he's made it so clear. Listen. Amen. Do not don't be don't listen. That's for sure. Amen. All right, sis. You go ahead and sing this beautiful song about set our spirit free, Lord. Hallelujah. 
There's ones that are saved and the ones that are lost. And that's how God wants us to see people. Is are they believers? Are we encouraging them and saying, Look to Jesus, listen to him in their lives? And are we saying to the lost or the people that Spirit shows us, Do you know Jesus? Do you know about him? How he loves you? Not a religious Mm -hmm. thing, but a relationship. Amen. So that's seeing seeing people in the eyes of God. I mean, one of the things uh, we had at prayer time Wednesday is that we love Jesus deeper and love people deeper like Jesus does. I mean, revealing things about our relationship with him. And it's just showing that we're just getting closer and closer to going home. It's absolutely amazing. But anyway, he'll stand until he he does come for us, that's for sure. Well, bless you, sis. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for serving here. Thank you, and God put on your heart. Thank Amen. You, Amen. Thank you, brother. Well, you have a wonderful weekend. We thank God for you, and we'll see you next week, or we'll see you in the air. Amen. Amen, Amen brother. All right. Bless you. Bless you. All right. Thank you. Have right. a good night. Bye-bye. Shalom and good night. Bless you, sir. Bless you, too, brother. Amen. Amen, amen. Praise God. Well, we say all glory and praise to our soon-coming King. And may his face shine upon you. May you receive his peace and his shalom, because you need it. And we say shalom and good night. Bless each one. Thank God for each one of you. Shalom and good night. Praise his name. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm, Lord. Woo! Praise God.